You're listening to Episode 2 of the Discovery Adventures from Land Rover. Follow the trail of plotters threatening to bring chaos to the country and discover amazing facts about Britain as you go. Sam and I are uh, off on a little trip. Well, be careful. I keep hearing about these GPS problems on the news. Yeah, I heard a little something about that. Okay, well, don't get lost. <laughs> lost? I've never been lost. Anyway, we're only heading to the oldest tourist spot in the UK. What's the worst that could happen? Mother Shipton's cave. Well, that's the one. How did you know? Look, just be careful on the road. No. <laughs> just bad signal. Nothing to worry about. Though it seems Sir Ranulph was right. This GPS issue is on the news. It must be getting serious. We'd better figure out what's going on. Otherwise everything could come crashing down. Sam, get the map up, will you? They say Mother Shipton was a prophet. A witch who could tell the future. I wonder why Sir Ranulph's sending us there, of all places. I suppose we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Oh, give him a treat, will you? Not long now, Rover. He's a good boy. Mother Shipton's cave. Sam, are you ready to go into the witch's den? It's all right, boy, we're here. Hmm, a bit quiet around here. Where is everybody? Hello? Hello there. Ah, hello. Well, you're the first souls we've seen around here for a while. Yeah, looks like it. Come on into the cafe. They haven't sold so much as a single croffin all day. Croffin? Um... Okay, croffin it is then. Nice to have you here at the cave. And what's your name, my dear? Oh, this is Sam. Say hi, Sam. Oh, lovely to meet you. I'm Alice. I'm the park ranger around here. Oh, and this is Rover. Oh, you're a nice dog. I'll get you some water. <laughs> Mary? Good morrow, Wattles. I'm Mother Shipton and I can see your future. Oh, don't worry. It's just an act. She's a waitress. I predict that thou shalt desire a Shipton club sandwich and perhaps a witch's brew to wash it down. Uh. Well, just a witch's brew for me, thanks. And a hot chocolate for Sam. Thank you, syrup. Well, I like your warts, though. And that fake nose, very convincing. I'm not wearing a fake nose. Just a tin of hot chocolate, thanks. Oh, and some water for Rover. Thanks, Mary. So what brings you two here, anyway? Well, Miss Ranger... Alice is fine. Well, Alice, we, uh, we we took a wrong turn and found ourselves at the entrance, thought we'd stop by. Oh, yes. A few people have been having trouble finding their way around here lately. Must be this GPS thing. I found a young couple sleeping rough in the woods the other day. They'd set out looking for some of those pine martins that had been spotted up this way. They were kicking themselves when they realised they were just 20 metres from the car park. Sam... If you're ever lost in the woods, piece of advice, look out for ivy and lichen on the trees. 
The more you see, it probably means you're close to the edge of the wood. Same goes for if the birdsong gets louder. Mm, wise words. I'd also recommend not traipsing around and swigging wine in the forest after hours, especially when the GPS is on the blink. Uh, yeah, that too. No traipsing in the forest, Sam. Now, Alice, any chance we can explore the cave? Yes, yeah, certainly. As long as you're feeling brave. We've had some terrible frights around here lately. And to be honest, it's putting most people off from visiting the cave. What sort of frights? People have been saying that they hear a strange tune and a woman's voice whispering in the walls. And with the cave's history, it's no wonder that this has put the shivers up them. A voice whispering in the walls? Anyone would think it was the ghost of Mother Shipton herself. One tea, one hot chocolate and some water. Oh, thanks, Mary. You know, Mother Shipton was famous for making predictions in poems and stories, and Mary here's got them all memorised, haven't you, Mary? Channeling the spirit of Mother Shipton, thus I make this true prediction. A carriage without a horse shall go. Sounds like us in the car, eh, Sam? Disaster! Fill the world with woe. Well, that's less good, but hey, not if we can help it. Still, predicting the car's pretty good. The world to an end shall come in 1881. Well, not even a witch can be right every time. Oh, but she did get something right, Mary. Around the world men's thoughts will fly, quick as the twinkling of an eye. What does that sound like to you, thoughts flying around the world in the blink of an eye? Most people have taken it to mean... Radio? Well, the internet, actually. But still pretty spooky, don't you think? It's certainly difficult to explain. This is someone who was born in the 1400s, yet she appears to have foreseen the age of Snapchat and Facebook. You don't actually think... She was actually a magic witch. Mm, I prefer to believe that she was a brilliant woman with a bent back and a talent for poetry and science fiction. But who really knows? And besides, I happen to know for a fact that there is some magic in the cave. Well, you mean the voices? Oh no, I mean magic you can see. Tell me, have you heard of the petrifying well? No. Round here, people say the well's been cursed, and anything that touches its cascading spring waters is turned to stone. There's some proper magic for you. A well that can turn you to stone? Sam, what do you think? Hmm. I'm not buying it. Well, if you don't believe me... Let's go, and you can see for yourself. Mary, can we put these on the tab? Verily, my lady. Thank you. Right, see there, where the water is dripping over the lip of the cave? That's known as the petrifying well. And over there, that's the wishing well. It's beautiful. Sam, take a look. At the rocks, all grown over, carpeted in leaves. And all those objects hanging in the mouth of the cave all turned to stone. An old kettle. Now, what's this? Well, a hat. And. Wow, those are teddy bears. It's quite eerie, really, isn't it? It is strange, isn't it? All these objects from people's lives and turned to stone as if by a witch's curse. But in some ways, the truth is even stranger. 
What's happening here is that the water that's flowing through the cave is dissolving the limestone, so it's picking up the minerals, the calcium carbonates and sulfates, and then as it flows over all these objects, including those teddy bears, it's redepositing the minerals, so everything gets covered with this perfect stony skin. Whoa. You have to leave something here for three months for it to work, but still, what a trick of nature. You don't fancy a dip in there, do you? Good. No, me neither. Besides, it sounds like we'll be petrified soon enough. Speaking of which, here's the cave mouth. Are you ready? Do you want to take my hand? This is where they say that Mother Shipton was born, right in here. No place to raise a child, eh, sir? Ursula Sontil is what we think she was called, and her mother was just 15 when she had her back in 1488, and nobody knew who her father was. People said it was the devil himself. So the story goes that during a rainstorm, Ursula's mother had to take refuge in this cave to give birth, and then they lived here for two years until someone took the child in out of pity. Rough start. Yes, in some ways, but Ursula didn't have a bad life. She was branded a witch, certainly. But she wasn't burned at the stake or chucked into a river to see if she would float. She was quite well respected and she was listened to. And some of her words were even published. But then there were some people who were quite horrible, quite hateful. People who would ridicule the way she looked the way she walked. I suppose there are always small-minded people around. So maybe all of that, maybe that's a good reason for her to be still haunting the cave, giving people shivers. Maybe it's some form of revenge. Well, stay close. I'm getting a bad feeling. There. Can you hear her? Oh, that... That is a little unsettling. Shh! It's all right, Rover. Good dog. Hello? Who's there? She's, she's... She's gone, I think. I couldn't make out what she was saying. What could you say? I couldn't really hear it. People have said all sorts of things. Some people have said that she was calling out their name. Other people have said it's just like a list of words and numbers. We just have to keep... There. Again. That's it. I'm going deeper in. Nothing here. What about you? I can't get any in here either. Where's it coming from? You're right. You look like you've seen a ghost. Well, unfortunate turn of phrase. Look, it's just a noise. It's going to be all right. I couldn't make out a word, could you? I just don't know what it could be. Hang on a minute. Alice, you said some people heard it reading out numbers. Yeah, a few people have said that. Hmm. Well, it couldn't be. Rover? Well, stand by. Good dog. But you keep an ear out. Next time that voice comes back. Come on, boy. Where is it? 
Now don't be afraid, okay? We'll get to the bottom of this. Now go on, Rover. I'll fetch it out. It's a radio receiver. It's half petrified by the water. Look, the thing's coated in stone. Oh, stone's damaged the receiver. <sighs> Missing off the flipping numbers. Who is that woman? And why is she just reading off numbers? Well, these numbers are a code. Someone, somewhere, is trying to send a message. They don't want just anybody to understand it. In the radio world, we call these broadcasts numbers stations. They're a common way for spies to communicate. And how would you know that? I'm afraid that's classified. I'm just kidding. I, I might be a bit of a radio enthusiast. Okay, a big radio enthusiast. And that's why I can tell you that this radio receiver is picking up a number station. Just any number station. This is the Lincolnshire Poacher. This hasn't been heard for nearly ten years. I wonder who's put it back on the air. I'd rather know what the numbers actually mean. Can you try to crack the code? No chance. This code sounds like a book cipher to me. I used to drive your mum crazy with book ciphers when we were kids. I left her notes all in numbers, just like this. They're almost impossible to crack, unless you have the right code book. Which could be any book? Any book, in any language. So, as we can't break the code, our best chance is to track down whoever's broadcasting the signal. But we'll need specialist equipment for that. Oh, don't look at me. This is outside my job description now. Well, don't worry. I know just the person who can help us. Good thing, too. If someone's using radio waves, it means they think, or they know, that the situation's going to get worse. Back to basics. Back to radio. Maybe they're getting ready for a country without GPS. That doesn't sound good. Right, Sam, we've got to get back on the road. Good luck. Thanks, Ranger. Sam, Rover, we've got something. Now, let's get a shift on. We've got a code to crack. Next time, we travel to Jodrell Bank Discovery Centre, where the search for alien life is all part of a day's work. Subscribe to the series now and visit landrover.co.uk forward slash adventure and get inspired by the great British outdoors. Land Rover. Above and beyond.